0: gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes.
1: Just Informed talk radio show with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And today is a big day. I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day. Yesterday, we are back with more than ever, a lot to cover, a lot happening over the last 24 hours, including a number of shootings and a high-profile shooting at that taking place at the Chiefs' victory parade after their Super Bowl victory, which is a strange coincidence, seeming, seemingly, when you combine it with... Uh, some things that were said by certain individuals before that took place we'll talk about that in a lot more we have big stories coming uh, out with regard to their tampering with the 2024 election they're already trying to get ahead of themselves with some moves they're making we're also going to talk about uh some updates to the trump case with Judge Ngoron we're going to talk about some uh, other stories, including another shooting that took place at Joel Austin's church there in Texas. And we just have a number of stories that we're going to try to run through here today. Namely, we're going to be talking about some uh, strange things happening all around, but it is one of those days where uh, we're going to just dive into it. Before we do, though, I want to say thank you. If you're listening at 1360 AM here in the front range from Colorado to Wyoming and over in Nebraska... We thank you very much, and we appreciate you listening. That makes a world of difference to us. And if you want to chime in with your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, whatever it may be, all you have to do is text the phone number, 877-536-1360. Again, that's 877-536-1360. If you want to text in to the show and let us know what you're thinking, we always appreciate when you guys – chime in if you will and also if you guys are watching on the live stream make sure you leave a thought or, or a comment uh, or uh, your thoughts comments questions in the comment below the video or the live chat and make sure you like it and subscribe to this channel wherever you're watching whether it's rumble or youtube or whatever we appreciate that and that helps out big time you gotta understand there's uh, algorithmic censorship there's ai augment- augmented censorship we're facing some pretty daunting Um, things to overcome here with regard to how the control matrix is being squeezed around uh, the the narrative and and anything that's not going along with that narrative is being pushed out so the way you counter that is not only by watching these videos and sharing them which is a big deal and we really appreciate it because you got to basically in most cases you have to actually you know go out of your way to click a couple buttons so we know that that's difficult but you can do it and uh but beyond that you know when you subscribe to the channel and you you like the videos for whatever you know we we can we have to continue to try to do that so thanks for doing that and we got a big show for you today but you guys know we have our uh guests coming on the second hour if you know you know stay tuned you're going to want to hear that plus uh we're here with nick and uh nick there's a number of stories that we could start with here today but ultimately, I, I kind of want to just jump off with what happened yesterday. There was a number of shootings across the country coming on the heels of some pretty big news. And our show yesterday, uh, for all of you out there who listen to the live stream on uh, online, uh, we apologize our show wasn't able to be posted yesterday. A lot of strange things happening behind the scenes with files being corrupted that shouldn't be corrupted. and. Uh, podcasts not uploading as they should a lot of malfunctions in yesterday's show Nick I I just want to see what you think you know we we talked about some interesting things in yesterday's show Uh, and and again I'm not you know me Nick I'm not a conspiracy theorist whatsoever I'm I'm very much centered in reality I don't think I'm or me or this show is the center of the universe by any means but I do find it interesting how time and time again you know we put out shows and content and we have all of these, you know, coincidences that, uh, happen and occur to where, uh, we're just n- not able to get the content out to the people. Uh, you know, we'll talk about that, I guess, first really quickly. I don't want to go too deep into it cause we're still working on stuff behind the scenes, but Nick, I mean, we were talking about this in the pre-meeting. It's just, it's just a little strange, right?
2: Yeah, with the number of incidents that we have, um, the same thing you do in intelligence work is you take data points, and if you have uh, related data points that happen, um, you basically add them up to make sure you understand the binomial distribution of probability that it's happening the way it is. That's the easiest way to do it. And we're pretty close to a... 90 percent chance that someone's messing with us
1: (laughs) oh it just sounds weird to say it though it's it's like i I, again i don't have any delusion of grandeur that that this show is bigger than what it is but i do also find it strange that like time and time again when we cover certain topics subjects that you know mysteriously things happen and this isn't like something i've just started noticing with radio i mean. Nick, you know and I know uh, that this has been happening for a very long time where, you know, you, you hit some third rail or some sensitive topic or subject and all of a sudden things just don't work anymore. Microphones turn off, recordings get lost, uh, files get corrupted. It's it's not impossible that it's all a coincidence, and, and I'll leave that, you know, let's just say for argument's sake that it's it, – Most likely it's all a coincidence, but it is strange how these things co-align and and how they seem to happen, right?
2: Yeah, especially when you're talking about the subject of the treason that's been committed. You lay it out and then read directly from the law, uh, explaining that uh, it looks like it lines up. These people are guilty of this. And then, um, you know, it's just a coincidence that that show in particular, naming names and... uh, their crimes it just didn't didn't work for some reason
1: well not only that i mean we were like diving deep into the the jurisdictional culpability for high level government or intelligence agencies like the cia like what legal jurisdiction do they fall under and what laws are they subject to and who is you know how do they you know they want to say oh trump thinks he's a dictator and he can get away with anything You know what? If you really wanted to get away with anything, Nick, you join the CIA, right? Because then you just literally are are completely uh, incapable of being charged with any crime, it seems, right?
2: yeah absolutely they they don't have the same laws that that we do um essentially, they got a blanket immunity um so whenever they go out they they could even be partying with hunter Biden providing him prostitutes whatever it is and then if someone comes in to slap on the cuffs, they'll say uh ah uh, uh, this is counterintelligence. we're we're partying and making a rapport with someone so we can report the information back to the government who never does anything anyway and just allows it
1: i so, would take it, I would take it one step further they could literally uh, set up a meeting with Kolomoisky and Biden, and have them and like go into walk into the room, introduce them, and and literally fill out the the framework of the deal uh, between them, and and, and nothing. They, they oh counterintelligence can't be can't be prosecuted. So, and people say oh well, and it's that's,
2: classified now. Yeah, well, and it's classified. No one can know about it.
1: Yeah, classified and counterintelligence, and if you say anything, we'll arrest you. Right. So, mm-hmm. it to me, it's like. That's a problem. I mean, because if you think about it, I understand the argument from this perspective of like, okay, well, we have to be able to do this to be able to compete with our enemies because they're doing it, so we need to do it. And I I understand that. And and I'm not saying everybody in these organizations are evil, bad people, because I think that would be statistically highly improbable. But I will say that, I mean, at what point do you look around and go, okay, this is getting out of hand. Like, we have people running systems operations outside of the law with total impunity who are now turning it inward on the American people on private U.S. citizens like they did with Trump and trying to affect, you know, steer the direction of this nation clandestinely without any accountability and any legal re- uh, legal framework to work inside of. I mean, I don't know what they're, you know, maybe they work within their own ind- individual organizational charter, but... It, it just doesn't seem like that's enough, right, Nick?
2: Right, and don't forget, you know, let's say we do put some restrictions on them. They'll say, oh, hey, GCHQ, you guys tried to help us overthrow the yeah. United States government. Why don't you go ahead and help us with this one, too?
1: That's it, and that's what we talked about in yesterday's episode is we basically just laid out the information that had been – we've known for years but now is coming to fruition and, and true – which is that they're just circumventing the Constitution anyway with other outside intelligence services. So a lot more to cover. We have stories, too. Everybody stay tuned. We're list- you're listening to Just Form Talk. We'll be back.
4: The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts.
1: form talk radio i'm your host craig james with nick no and nick you know before the break we're just going through some general things here which i think is an interesting conversation at least that we were talking about some strange coincidences with you know how information just gets deleted and files get corrupted and, and information is is almost censored in a way that it's hard to understand for somebody who is not really familiar with how Sort of clandestine tactics are used against people who they don 't want to have their you know voice and flood whatever and i 'm not even going that far as to say that 's where we 're at or the situation we 're facing on a personal level, but I know we 're facing it as institutionally as a country right where we have these institutional powers that basically outside, operate outside of any legal uh repercussions beyond what we discussed yesterday we were talking about jurisdictional authority who whose jurisdiction do these clandestine intelligence services fall under and then and then you made the great point nick as we were heading to the break that even if there is some you know jurisdictional authority under which they operate which they are beholden to like maybe it's the u.s code of military justice or it's uh the the constitution But even if that is the case, then what they'll do is say, okay, well, we just don't want to – we'll just use other intelligence services who are not under any jurisdictional law of the United States to then do our dirty work for us as a part of an alliance, quote-unquote. And it just seems to me like it's not that I don't recognize the necessity of having institutions custom-tailored to – securing our our basically protecting our national security i i understand the necessity and i don't want to say that everybody involved in that is a bad person but my gosh if you could think of a a thing that could be utilized more effectively to silence the population to restrict our free our free speech and our rights to curtail our liberty and freedom i mean you couldn't even script it better am i right nick
2: yeah, yeah, it, you know, that, that means we're, we're over the target and we got to continue on this path that we are.
1: All right, well, well, I guess we'll leave that there. We have a bunch of stories we're going to get into here today. The big one, I guess, Nick, would be the shooting that took place yesterday. A lot of crazy things happened yesterday. So to recap what happened, the day before is where we have to begin. We can't start on the 14th. We need to go back to the 13th. All day, all the whole show uh, – We talked about what was happening, Nick, with the whole FISA court abuse, the Russiagate hoax and and who was involved and what jurisdictions they fall under and what laws they broke. We went into detail about uh, seditious conspiracy versus treason and how each could apply, and we talked about all of these things because what they came out with was confirming what we've known for years now. Which is exactly that—that that our own U.S. intelligence services were using outside foreign intelligence services to conduct their to conduct their illegal operations, unconstitutional operations against a private U.S. citizen, in order to try to undermine his ability to uh, not only become president, but then when he did become president, to, to run the country uh, effectively. And all this, you know, that comes out, and it just is like okay whatever i mean and this part of my frustration i talked about in in that show was you know these things happen and then nothing comes of it you know what i mean like we have okay they go oh yeah so we did it what are you going to do about it all right fine we're going to talk about it because that's the last thing we have right is our freedom of speech at least until they take take that away but all of a sudden after we talk about that the next day what happens Well, I'll give you a rundown of the stories, some pretty disturbing things. The first thing that happened in the day, actually, was something that seemed very strange to most people. A sitting U.S. representative who happens to be the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, a man named Mike Turner, came out Wednesday morning and made some very vague but ominous statement about a national security threat of serious nature that is that that he wanted the uh basically wanted the administration to make public to the country apparently this is stuff they're talking about behind closed doors in the house intelligence committee and he wanted to make it public now it should be noted for everybody out there listening that there's a few observations i've i've made about this in particular right first off uh you know remember that the way they operate and control us is through a a system of trauma based mind control so when they put out an ominous statement a vague ominous statement about a threat to national security that's imminent that is of a serious nature you can bet your bottom dollar that they're just doing that to put you into a state of fear and induce that feeling of panic to make you make irrational decisions and to to be easily manipulated a, on a direction that they want to push you. And if that direction is away from a story that dropped the day before, let's say, that would have you know damning consequences if the American public uh, or at least the American media took it as seriously as it truly should be, then you could understand why the next day they're coming out and making this vague, ominous statement about a threat of unknown nature. That, you know, what's scarier than uh, – the most scary thing to a lot of people is, is fear – of the unknown right if you don't know that's even more terrifying at least if they tell you what it is you could prepare you could have a chance at understanding it but in this case they're just saying we have a serious national security threat and it's imminent and you better be prepared but we can't tell you what it is well what do you think that does nick it doesn't serve to help the american people it serves to put them in a state of fear right
2: Right, so they stop using their prefrontal cortex for a reason, and uh, it also affects our economy, too. It makes the economy go down whenever you talk about things like that, and uh, whenever they do, I should say. And, you know, I I saw a video the other day of of many sheriffs that went to go meet with – the resident and the resident refused to meet with them and then they talked to the fbi director i know he has some sort of thing where he briefed them all on the situation and he said it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when these people coming across the border will attack so um you know that's their plan they they have nothing left other than to to destroy the united states
1: that would be the end end goal i would say for for any kind of infiltration if you're and and especially it's the only logical conclusion to the build back better regimes you know motives right because how do you build something back better unless it's destroyed so that is a common observation but true nonetheless when you talk about what plans they may have in store for this country well you destroy it because we need to build it back better well how are you going to build it back better well, you know, it's a communist kleptocracy, of course, that, you know, is is a, a carbon copy of the Chinese model where you basically have communism for the people and kleptocratic capitalism for the, the elites. And then that's basically, you know, it's all being controlled by a technocracy of, you know, uber wealthy uh, oligarchs who control the narrative and do the bidding of those who are running and pulling the strings, you know, clandestinely behind closed doors. That, that is the simplest way to put it. So when I see this statement come out, I think, man, you know, again, Nick, what a strange thing to say, right? Uh, and the timing couldn't have been more strange as well. I mean, on Valentine's Day, what are you doing going out and saying, you know, there's a national security threat of serious nature that's imminent? I mean, why would they pick Valentine's Day? Well, it's, it's interesting. They always pick these holidays, I think, for a number of reasons, but... You know, we've had some interesting things happen on Valentine's Day in the uh, recent history, you know, given the Parkland shooting was on Valentine's Day down there in Florida with that uh, uh, crazy gunman who uh, just schizoided out and killed a bunch of people. And that brings us to the next thing. That brings us to the next thing. So they make that statement, and then it turns out that this guy, I I can uh, assure you that it's something to note, that The person who made this statement, the House Intelligence Chairman, Mike Turner, he uh, voted yes for every Ukraine spending bill. I'm just going to give you an idea of who he is. He voted to keep Kevin McCarthy as speaker. He initially voted against censuring Adam Adam Schiff. He voted to raise the debt ceiling. And according to some out there, he's a warmongering rhino who's trying to send another $60 billion to Ukraine. And he's as deep state as it gets. So if you take that, and and I mean, what I would say is it's probably good to know that before freaking out about this guy making ominous statements about imminent national security threats, especially on the same day that the CIA deep state is implicated in framing Trump for crimes he never committed, that you might want to think about that before you uh, understand. And then it turns out, Nick, that w- the the threat is not even related to necessarily anything in our homeland. It's related to Russia. And get this, Nick, this is what they said it was. <laughs> and, and I almost laugh because it's just so absurd. The threat is related to, quote, Russia wanting to put nuclear weapons in space, Nick. How about that?
2: Well, can you blame them? You know, and, and it's so silly, man. Look, the, Russia's got supersonic weapons. Weapons, rockets. Look, it doesn't even show up on radar. It goes so fast that you can't even detect it. And even if you did, you wouldn't have time to react. Okay, so it's it's a joke that they're even worried about it because, you know, that's an antiquated technology anyway. And and what they were what they're really trying to scare people about is that it could be an EMP if detonated over the United States or whatever. But listen, they've already got. They were saying that the ability, the,
1: the nukes, and just to clarify. The, the, the nukes in space were meant to target satellites, according to reports. Or whatever that's worth. I don't know. Yeah, because that makes more
2: sense than using a laser from the ground <laughs> that goes <laughs> you know, straight to it. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're so full of it. I, I'm just so sick of the media. I'm sick of our intelligence agencies just lying, 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 creating a boogeyman. You know, the, the our enemies are within, Craig. They are within the wire of the United States. Well, they're not entirely, but I mean,
1: there are people who are obviously a part of this that are not working in good faith, obviously, and, uh, you know, look, it's so tough because you genuinely want to have the the belief that everyone is doing the right thing and working for the the common good, but then they get this, like, you know, God complex and say it's for the greater good and start talking like communists, and you, you get a little worried, right, Nick?
2: Yeah, like John Brennan did, and I was reading that tweet from yesterday. Maybe I should bring that up again. Maybe that was what did it. Um, But basically he was saying that, uh, you know, politics, keep politics out of it and do the, you know, his, his version of the right thing. But wait a minute. Politics is how we have our voices heard. So he's saying, forget what the American people want and need. Do this because we know what's best. And that's where you get into problems.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and especially when these people are influenced by uh, ideologies that are antithetical to, you know, American constitutional, you know, freedom and and the republic that we have, they want you know, mob rule, and they want the, the, you know, we know what's best for you, so, you know, you'll own nothing and be happy. We're going to go meet with Klaus Schwab and talk about the bugs you'll be eating in your coffin apartment while you you just sit there and watch your football game. You Have a good one. Enjoy the Super Bowl. You'll love it. You know, we'll, we'll give you some, uh, you know, degenerate pornographic entertainer to strip down on stage and gyrate to keep your, your attention, you know, uh, occupied while we just go over here and build bunkers and private islands and... And make sure that you know we, we antagonize the the largest nuclear power in the world to you know <laughs> all out war because of the greater good. Of course, this is this is about fighting communism. I mean, yeah, we know Russia's not really communist anymore, but it, they're bad. They're Putin is the devil. Incarnate and if you don 't believe that, then you're a putin advocate you 're probably one of his uh you know uh, allies or you 're carrying water for putin and and they all say the same thing and at what point do you think to yourself man it's strange that they keep telling me I'm something I'm not they keep saying I'm a terrorist I'm not they keep saying I love Putin I don't they keep saying that you know I'm a racist I'm not they keep saying I'm a bigot I'm not they keep saying I'm all these things and I'm not so they're lying so if I know they're lying then I start to question everything they're doing right Nick it's not just that what they're lying about I question what I may even think they're telling the truth about because you have to look at what their ulterior motives are, right?
2: Yeah, and their motives are not in line with the United States.
1: I mean, that's clear. I mean, it couldn't be more crystal clear for some. I, again, don't want to throw the baby out with bathwater. We have to assume there are good people, maybe even the majority of people in these organizations, genuinely have love of country in their heart, and they want to do the right thing, and they're attempting to, and I know that because I've seen the whistleblowers, Nick, including yourself, come forward to say, hey, you know, I I genuinely am trying to do the right thing here. We need to to fix this, and I love and appreciate that, and if you're one of those people in one of those organizations, take courage, right? It's like Jesus told us. You have to take courage in your life and stand up for what is right. Nick, you know, I, I... I wouldn't be doing this. I'm not doing this to get rich, brother. I'm doing this because it's the right thing to do. And I know you're doing it because it's the right thing to do as well, right?
2: Right. And, you know, our job doesn't stop every day. We have to face this every day and inform our citizens of what's really going on. Amen,
1: brother. That's just informed talk for you. We'll get back to it after the break. Stay tuned. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot
0: Trading Group. And I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com. Or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money.
5: Somebody on a sidewalk carjacking on old-
1: just form talk radio with your hosts craig james and nick no and and nick before the break we were going into mike turner the house intelligence chairman uh mike turner coming out making this ominous and vague uh, you know statement about a threat turns out he uh is worried about russia putting nuclear weapons in space to attack us somehow which you know look at this point as you said to a degree the nuclear stuff is antiquated especially if you think of what capabilities they have clandestinely i'm sure uh they have weapons that may not even look anything like nuclear weapons that are 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 something that we can't even imagine to a degree uh that would be probably more damaging anyway but I mean, AI, I think, will end up being the the biggest threat to humanity at large with how it's advancing. And once they hit that uh, artificial general intelligence level of, of the singularity where it crosses the threshold into being able to, you know, improve itself, that's when things will get scary. And maybe that's what's happened behind the scenes. You know, I imagine maybe it's kind of like the, the, the plot to that movie, I, Robot, Nick, where uh, behind closed doors, the uh, AI has taken full control, and right now everything we're seeing is just them panicking and trying to figure out what to do while the, the AI continues to get stronger every day. I mean, it's, it's a crazy thing to imagine, but it's, it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility, right?
2: Yeah, and I think to to prevent anything like that happening, what we need to do is have laws for AI, not to regulate it, but to make the people who programmed the AI, if it does something bad, they're responsible for what happens. No matter what it does, the same way that people are responsible for their children if they know their children are, have a propensity for violence and they leave them access to, to weapons and things like that and they hurt people. You know, they're responsible, too, the same way. And I think if we did it that way, you'd see a lot more ethical and uh, uh, conscious decisions being made to protect themselves, too, from liability.
1: Well, plus… At this point, you have Google coming out and other corporations saying, like, we're going to get our AI systems uh, involved in misinformation and disinformation and uh, crafting the narrative and protecting the population from information that's dangerous. And you're like, okay, well, that seems wildly irresponsible and dangerous if you're, if you're uh, anybody who remotely cares about free speech. But, again, these people don't care about free speech. They care about... Uh, control and power, and that's exactly what they are exerting over us, and trying to essentially dominate us with it. I mean, I have a, an incredible article, article here that talks about this very thing. The article is titled uh, "AI and the New Kind of Propaganda," and it's an author. It's it's authored by Johann Edibo, and it's a fascinating read, Nick. And I'll just kind of summarize it to say that what they get down to is that artificial intelligence has the ability to scour massive amounts of data collected in real time from social media and digital communications networks including everything from cell phone transcripts to instant messaging applications and this allows you essentially to train algorithms to pick out disruptive patterns in the communications that precede various sorts of developments you want to avoid so it is it's like minority report report they can like predict what's going to happen and predict a narrative that's coming and then they can basically use ai in its massive uh, computing capability to uptake all of this data and then make real-time decisions on how to curtail it what narratives to put out to silence other narratives who what individual influencers need to be silenced who needs to have their algorithm you know their, their accounts you know limited in the algorithm I mean this is happening folks it's not like we're talking about something coming in the future it's happening right now in real time and it's just really crazy to me that nobody seems to be picking up on this and anybody who did, and maybe it's nobody's picking up on it nick because the ai algorithms scouring all of our communication and picking out who's to, to silence when to keep it from coming out i mean that's a wild thing to think about but I believe we're in that as we speak we're we're at that moment right Nick
2: Yeah and, and Google and Facebook have have been documented as sharing people's contact information that they need to to censor they've they've been doing this you got academia getting involved in, in helping to censor so I'm sure they you know the guys in Washington I'm sure they'd be uh, very excited and willing to help on the project with Google to censor everybody. They curate everything you search for. If you go to try and search for the truth, you find their truth, or you find the highest bidder's truth. You don't find actual information as it, it was uh, initially able to be used for, a great utility. And now, as you said, with AI, they can do it in such a subtle way, you know, especially oh, you, you considering would this. You okay? never know.
1: You would never know
2: on on Twitter let's just say you got an account let's say you're trending you're getting a lot of followers whatever and then all they have to have is the means to to do something subtly for example you could have uh, somebody uh, you know one of their throwaway accounts in another country or something they use that account to make a uh, you know a uh, uh, strike against the account or, or try and get you know try and get them censored or well, they no, say here, something let
1: me, let me... Let me read the rest of this article, at least this part of the article that that really goes into detail on this, because this is what they're doing. So we talked about they train the algorithms to pick out disruptive patterns in communications that precede various sorts of developments you want to avoid. They say such as for some piece of information to go viral, but you would also want to identify potentially robust clusters of information that won't necessarily go viral rapidly, but that have the capacity to generate strong and enduring narrative frameworks that over time could threaten the status quo. So this would include such complex phenomena as religious and political reform movements. How Does, does that sound familiar? Innovative countercultural approaches, or even artistic endeavors that could impact people's meaning-making. Now, it goes on to say, then they pick out key influencers, quote-unquote, which are, i.e. nodes or potential nodes in the patterns of communication, and the crucial and totally devious addition to run-of-the-mill approaches like shadow banning or other types of self-censorship that's new to this stage of digital propaganda is the proactive seeding of counter-narratives that can be done at that point. So essentially what it says is you gently and carefully nudge the potentially disruptive individuals into the preferred direction to mold and shape the flows of information over which they have influence with the end goal of actively shaping or blocking the crystallization of any viral formations or potentially robust narratives or new social imaginaries. So essentially what this is, is full spectrum narrative dominance, Nick. That, I mean, is that does that not describe what we're seeing to a T right now?
2: Yeah, Orwell is probably rolling in his grave right now. I mean, he probably could have never pictured it being such a uh them having these tools that they have. I mean, uh, it, it's it's out of this world, and if you think about it, they have. If you control information, you control an entire society. You know, w- what are they keeping from us? So why don't we go ahead and start sharing some of that information that they'd like to keep hidden? You know, George Soros is going to buy up more radio stations as many as he can. I'm sure to try and stop us because that this AM radio is a final frontier that's not censored. This is the last beacon of freedom right here that we
1: have we're gonna get to that story don't worry but i want to point out one more thing before we hit the break that there was uh lee fang right who came out and uh they work at a company called logically ai this is based out of britain and uh or logically ai of britain this company is crazy it talks about here Leafang, Fang, one company that recently emerged, uh, which has its sights on keeping tabs on online conversations and actively employing countermeasures at the behest of major corporations and Western governments, goes by the name of Logically AI. Get this, Nick. We'll talk about this when we come back. Logically AI is has their U.S. headquarters in, you guessed it, Arlington, Virginia, right next to door to the Pentagon and DARPA uh they're also uh, were allegedly founded at the tender age of 22 by a strangely untraceable ghost with the implausible name of lyric jane i mean this is like you can't make this stuff up everybody stay tuned we're coming right back back just form talk radio with your hosts craig james and nick no and uh you know we want to thank y'all for texting in we had somebody just text in from the 970 and uh nick what they said is in their opinion we hit a nerve and the famous line from the movie a few good men when jack nicholson said you can't handle the truth and then they go on to say keep up the outstanding work in delivering uh to us the god's honest truth and they also say i should start bringing a 1970s cassette recorder to work well that might be where we're headed nick, at this point i think the more analog you can get the better <laughs> uh but nick i want to keep going with this article because i don't know how but we got to the topic of ai and we're talking about ai and and manipulation of narratives and this article when i first read it i was like kind of jaw on the floor thinking and it was just because you brought up AI censorship that I thought, well, maybe we should go into this story now because I've had this story for a couple days. Uh, I've just been kind of sitting on it, waiting for a, a good time to talk about it, but it is crazy, right? And what we're talking about here, essentially, as I outlined earlier in the show, is that they're training algorithms to pick out disruptive patterns in the communications that precede various sorts of developments that they want to avoid. And then they go on to pick out pieces of information that would go viral, but that they want to identify as potentially um, other information that won't necessarily go viral, but has the capacity to generate strong and enduring narrative frameworks. So then they pick out key influencers that can create patterns of communication, which are crucial and uh, basically essential to what they want to do, which is carefully nudge the potentially disruptive individuals in a preferred direction to mold shape, uh, mold and shape the flows of information which they have, over which they have influence. Now this gets crazier, Nick, because there's a um, company that's owned by a very, um, a very strangely, as they say in this article, strangely untraceable ghost with the implausible name Lyric. Jane. That's L-Y-R-I-C-J-A-I-N. Again, this is an article, by the way, uh, from Johan Edebo that's titled AI and the New Kind of Propaganda. But it goes on to say that this company, Logically AI, that is a part of these countermeasures that, that are being deployed, actually has headquarters in Arlington, Virginia, next door to the Pentagon and DARPA, and it was uh, founded by this person, Lyric Jane, at the age of 22. That's strange. Uh, kind of like when Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook in 2003, the same year that LifeLog ended the DARPA uh, project. Go look up that if you want to go down a rabbit hole. Um, but what's crazier is that they're, according to this article, they're really cozy with major Silicon Valley players, including Microsoft, Google, and TikTok. TikTok. And Facebook uses them for fact-checking and rating posts and messages for suppression and downranking in all of their social media fees. They're also working closely with Western governments and aligned partners across the world with an avowed role in psychological warfare to counter the influence of specifically Russia and China, of course. Because if they're going to tamper our free, with our free speech, it's for the greater good to fight communist Russia and China, right? As well as safeguarding Western states' quote-unquote election integrity. Hmm, Interesting and one unwanted narratives it goes on logically ai it's it's logically dot ai is the name of the company is also the mainstream media's sweetheart which is being adored by all the usual suspects including the guardian the washington post bbc and other uh you know mainstream propaganda institutions from across the world so apparently the the conclusion here is that this all gives us a picture of their overall reach, and it serves to illustrate the astonishing potential for influence of an operation, uh, for influence an operation of this sort can possess. So finally, I, I just will will leave it with you know the legacy media is providing strategic force multipliers for the behaviorally significant narratives that they want to foster using these strategies and techniques to then reproduce and uh, disseminate across the globe. Nick, in summary, this sounds, uh, this sounds like a very glowy operation, right?
2: Yeah. You know, so what happened? We had, Basically, the media's been lying to us. They just keep feeding us lies. No one's buying it anymore. Nobody wants to listen to them. So, gosh, instead of just telling the truth, which is the obvious solution, they say, "No, no, no, no. We got to make sure that that our truth is the only truth." And you know, digital soldiers came out of nowhere. You know, going back, you know, whenever the Q operation started, it got people to start thinking for themselves, working together to um, post information and uh, share with people. And basically, we took over and hijacked the flow of information using different uh, information channels. So, you know, for them to do this, it's it's just showing that uh, the American people being empowered and supporting one another is an issue for them. They don't want the American people together and working towards solutions for, for the problems that they've created. You know, that's all it's showing. You know, And, and for them to, to even try that, that's another deprivation of rights under color of law. All of these people involved in these programs are criminals. They are criminals. And that's it. There's no in between. There's no maybe they have good intentions. No, they're criminals period
1: not all let's be clear because there's probably some programmer let's be honest sitting in a room somewhere who has no idea what's going on he's just programming code and being like all right you know i'm working on ai i'm virtuous and good this is good so let's say all the people who control this operation from the top uh definitely uh who are knowingly like you said operating with deprivation deprivation of rights under color of law with that in, in as their end goal yes, those people are guilty of crimes and those are the people we should be looking directly at. And, you know, that's why I get so frustrated when, you know, once every year we get the tech CEOs in front of Congress for their annual browbeating that amounts to nothing more than a literal slap or a figurative slap on the wrist. So beyond that, Nick, if they're using these AI systems to control the narrative in such a manner, then it becomes fairly obvious that there is... uh, They see a a crucial importance to it all. But what you said, Nick, I just want to make one more comment on. You said they don't want us working together to find solutions to problems they've created. Well, Nick, I would take it even one step further to say they intentionally create these problems with the solution in mind. And they don't want us to realize, as you pointed out, that there are alternative solutions that would work maybe better and benefit the American people much better. And that's what they don't want, because they essentially want to have control over the solution, because the solution usually involves government grants that exploit taxpayer dollars, which then enrich and empower those who have generationally been rich and powerful. And that's what they want. They want to keep the status quo. And just like when we threw the tea in the harbor, uh, they don't want that to happen again because they think that they are slick enough to have pulled off this this incredible power grab and that nobody's going to notice. But you can use all the AI systems in the world till you're blue in the face. We've already noticed, and we are continuing to notice. Now they're in damage control trying to mitigate the damage from people noticing. And that's what they're afraid of. We're going to talk about that and much more when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk. As 1360
0: continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts listening to K10C, K-10-C. the roar, the roar of, the rockies. of the rockies the rockies
6: the blue dragon spa is a man friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time men's feet her too don't forget blue dragon spa 1811 hover street suites a and b Longmont, Colorado 720-680-0492 720-680-0492
1: Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. We got a special guest coming up in the second hour. If you know, you know. Uh, We're going to get to that in the next segment in hour two. But, Nick, you know, as we wrap up hour one, I don't even know how we got to AI because we had a bunch of other stuff we wanted to talk about today. But I will say this that, you know, I think what we just uncovered there is highly valuable information that they certainly don't want the public to have access to, correct?
2: Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. You know, they don't want you to know about the uh, restrictions in in the prison that they've created for you.
1: And you know what's crazy, Nick, after having this conversation here on air today, here's my I've actually evolved in my opinion on, you know, what I said earlier, I think. The beginning of the show, I start off by saying I don't want to sound delusional or paranoid to think I'm the center of the universe that they would target this tiny little radio show to for censorship uh, because we're just not significant enough to make that much of a difference. But after just going through and, and kind of connecting what I said earlier with what we just went through with how easily and and the the scope and scale of this broad censorship that's being augmented by ai i actually i I take back that statement they probably are censoring the show and they're probably doing it with systems that are are almost nearly autonomous that they literally don't need to to even put an input in to say target this show here no, AI is scraping all known data that's being transmitted, whether it's transmitted digitally or any information transmitted digitally, whether it's social media posts, uh, videos, podcasts, whatever, it's scraping all of that. It is looking for keywords and key patterns that then it picks up on. And once it targets that, it it like Eagle Eye from that movie with Shia LaBeouf or, or like iRobot like i referenced before it just goes and targets that automatically without any input and it knows what to do and it knows how to shut that down and it knows how to disrupt the ability for that to go viral nick i feel like i've just like i'm getting am i too paranoid because this, this is starting to make sense to me how this is all happening
2: uh yeah absolutely yeah, you know it's uh it reminds me of Alex Jones. Sometimes he he goes off and he's like it's interdimensional space aliens and you know, all that stuff. But <laughs> but you know it's it's pretty apparent that that's probably what's going on and and they want that so they can say oh it wasn't us it was the AI that did it they're responsible oh we made a mistake oh I guess we just now found it there's no way we could have known it would do that. You know there 's no way that we would know they 're so full of it
1: as a guy who went through the, the the advent of machine learning on youtube and and I saw how when the algorithm was a certain way, my content got mega viral and went across the world and got you know millions and millions of views and then, as soon as they started tampering with those algorithms that you saw an immediate dip in in viewership and listenership and and people being engaged and all that stuff. And, and how your content is recommended. I I worry now that what we just went through in that article about artificial intelligence having this this broad scope and and capability that it's just now being unleashed across the board. Meaning if you, when we post information content or we say things, that's all immediately transcribed into text, which is then interpreted by an AI system, which, you know, you guys think, here's the thing, people go, oh, ChatGPT. Dude, if you, ChatGPT is like a toddler compared to what they have working behind closed doors. And you can bet, I will bet my, my house on that. Uh, that literally, I bet the house on The fact that what they have clandestinely is is light years beyond what they uh, have allowed to come out publicly, right, Nick?
2: Absolutely. So in regards to AI, if you have, for example, ChatGPT just uses all known information and it pulls from it and uh, then it pulls something out. But if you focus AI to only do specific tasks like uh, censor people, disrupt communications and...
1: uh, Oh, its capability is incredible at that point. Yeah. Off wow. the charts. Yeah. This is. It's interdimensional to aliens, Nick. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Everybody stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Justin Form Talk. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church
4: and the gates of hell would not prevail against it.
1: Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the
4: Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program on 1360 AM KHNC.
0: I'm Stuart Varney, and this is the Fox Business Report.
5: Americans pulled back on shopping last month. Retail sales declined in January, down eight-tenths of a percent. Economists were predicting a drop because cold and wet weather in large parts of the U.S. kept people from shopping last month, but the decline was even larger than forecast. The weaker January retail sales numbers follow a strong December. Also new claims for unemployment benefits declined last week to 212,000, though continuing claims those still receiving benefits rose to 1.89 million. Jeep's parent company Stellantis says it was impacted by the UAW strike last year. It still reported record sales. It's buying back more than $3 billion worth of stock. Stellantis believes this will be a turbulent year, but says the company's resilient. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Cosola. invested in you.
6: Success. It's discipline. It's teamwork. It's the drive and confidence and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel, where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at stiefel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender-bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to WarriorMBS.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's WarriorMBS.com.
0: Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's
7: Mind work backwards for a minute mm-hmm. you the i you, you, my with you high is
1: all I'm how we felt the I you. welcome back to just form talk radio with your hosts, craig james and nick no this is hour 2 of the just form talk radio show and Nick, we've been talking about some very fascinating things, including the uh, this this new AI censorship regime that is fully uh, becoming a part of uh, everyday life. It seems, and you know, one of the things I was contemplating over the the break there, Nick, was just the the simple fact that. You know this this type of ai censorship is is very much ideal for those who are in power the the quote-unquote elites who control it because there is no humanity there's no human interface interface meaning you know you can't appeal to somebody's humanity or their sensibility or their their morality or decency because the, the machine doesn't have that and it doesn't have the capability to uh elicit those kind of you know you can't elicit that kind of reaction or emotional response from a machine and and that's really to me one of the scariest parts about it but as you guys know every thursday we're joined by a very special guest he is jay deplorable he has a show here on khnc called swamp fight you can catch it every wednesday at 5 p.m and saturday and sunday at noon and and before we we go any further nick into the ai and, and all the other stories we have here for today's show i want to quickly introduce our good friend jay deplorable who is joining us now jd are you there
7: good morning guys it's a pleasure thanks for having me and by the way how do you know this is really me
1: I always assume you're a hologram with an AI bot inside, so I just that's I just assume that anyway. Maybe, <laughs> blink twice maybe if not. you're JD. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said blink twice if you're JD. No, I. Here's the thing. We're talking about JD up to this point. AI censorship. We we had some problems, you know, because I, I was talking to you a lot yesterday about it. But just problems with the, the show yesterday that. You know, you, you kind of brush off as coincidental, and then they start happening more regularly, and you start thinking, "Man, this is strange." And 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 you know, it, a lot of it has nothing to do with anything we're doing. It's just it's just random things that that are happening. And you know, we've been talking. I went through this whole article in the first hour that talked about you know how this this broad AI system that is going to be used to to essentially program narratives, control, viral, the virality of information, and, and all of it has been unleashed upon the public, and it's already being utilized and being, you know, widely used across the board. So we, we got into that. We went kind of down a rabbit hole with it. But, I mean, ultimately, like I said, I think that the AI control matrix is ideal for these people because they don't want human interface a human interaction or interfacing in it because you can appeal to somebody's humanity you can appeal to their morality you can appeal to their sense of decency and what's good and what's bad but if, if it's an ai if it's a cold dead soulless heartless robot that is just literally an amalgamation of algorithms algorithms that are trained to do certain things there is no way you can appeal to that there is no way you can uh, convince that to do something outside of its, you know, outside of its programming. So that's ideal for their control matrix, uh, and and I feel like that's what that's the Brave New World we're really going headfirst into. What are your thoughts, JD?
7: Well, they can't it. It I don't know. Um, I m- might get in trouble for pronouning here or something. I don't know, but yeah. it can it it cannot say no. And um, it's not going to do something that you don't want it to do. It's going to do all the things that they want without uh, interference and without, uh, you know, like I said, somebody saying no, that... You know, they they don't like that.
1: Idea. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, to use an analogy from like a popular television show and movie series, uh, Star Trek. It's like it's like the Borg. You know, it's like you will assimilate. It's like there is nothing there. The, the sure. lights are on. No one's home. Yeah. So that's what we're facing, but we have a bunch of other stories. I don't want to spend the whole show on that. You know, it was strange stuff happening yesterday. Uh, You know, you had mentioned a few things, JD, about, you know, the circumstances and crazy stuff, and I think, man, that's strange coincidences, but we were talking, I think we got into this from Mike Turner and his statement about the ominous and, and vague threat that was presented to our national security which then turns out to be related to russia and then i was talking about trauma-based mind control and how they want to put us in a state of fear so we can be controlled and and that goes right into what happened yesterday so we had a, a bunch of major shootings take place yesterday and again this is uh, no coincidence in my opinion coming the day after you uh have here the day after mind you you have the intelligence community coming out and being implicated in the the, the you know, framing of Donald Trump for crimes he never committed, uh, outsourcing their intelligence gathering work to circumvent the Constitution with other foreign intelligence services, which they then use that information to frame Trump for crimes he never committed. And that's all being confirmed now, stuff we've known for years. It's not news. It's it's literally just them confirming what we've been saying for many years. And then all of a sudden after that, you have – The Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade being disrupted by a uh, uh, what is being considered a type of mass shooting where one person is dead and 10 to 15 are injured after gunfire erupted near their Super Bowl victory parade. This all happened live on air and it wasn't the only shooting that day that that was promoted on social media and pushed into the and this is what's crazy JD and Nick is that we went through that whole article right about how it it the AI can take Information and select events and, and narratives that it then promotes to counteract. See, that was the scary part to me. It's not that it's, it's being used for su- suppression. It's being used to develop and create counter narratives to uh, cut out the legs of viral stories and information that it doesn't want to grow. So that's why I was, I was thinking, man, it's strange that my entire social media feed was being inundated yesterday by all of these shootings that – First of all, the mainstream media is never going to cover in a million years because they're all gang-related, a bunch of, you know, thugs taking guns, shooting each other. You know, of course, because of the color of their skin, we don't talk about that. But if it's a white guy, he'll be plastered on every screen. We can get into that, you know, maybe a little bit. But... These were all gang-related shootings. We had one in Kansas City, a gang member gang members shooting at this. We had another incident, uh, four students injured at Atlanta High School, another gang-related. Another one in West Palm Beach at the Gardens Mall, another gang-related. And all of these shootings kept popping up in my social media feed, and I'm thinking, man, that's strange how... You know there's gang shootings every day in Chicago that I never see once on on my you know social media feed yet the day after they come out and expose the intelligence community as framing Trump using you know circumventing the Constitution doing all these things and confirming the the conspiracy theorist narrative that was true it turns out that all of a sudden I'm getting inundated with these shootings It it just seems to me like it's not much of a coincidence that this is all happening. I'll I'll start with Nick, and then we'll go over to J.D. Nick, uh, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Well, the timing is uh, clearly non-coincidental, you know, and uh, don't forget that not only – they can suppress certain stuff, or even create counter narratives. But then they can also amplify things, you know. And and um, you know these school shootings, as you said, and all these things. they they the last thing that they can do is take the guns. That's what they have to do is take the guns from all the United States citizens. We have more guns than any army or military in the in the world. You know, just our country alone, we have more guns than the United States military.
1: Oh, they're scared of that, right, JD? Oh, yeah, they don't like
7: that. That's for sure.
1: All right, well, when we come back, we're going to get J.D. to chime in a little bit more, and then we'll keep going. A lot more stories to cover. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James, Nick No, and our guest, Jay Deplorable. Everybody, stay tuned.
4: Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC 1360 AM and every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joan and Holly radio show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joan and Holly radio show, topic-focused, guests from across the country and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to Gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October,
1: Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts Craig James and Nick Doe. We're joined by our guest, Jay Deplorable. Swamp Fight catches show Wednesdays at five and Saturday and Sunday at noon. Um, you know, we're 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 basically talking about this this weird phenomena that we're starting to see across the board with the um, suppression of of information that should be in in full sight of the public, and then the uh, like Nick was saying as we head into the break, the amplification of other narratives that that shouldn't really receive the kind of coverage that they do, and it just seems odd that you know I went through this whole r- rundown of AI and how the systems being used. If you go track it back, there's a company called Logically AI. Based out of Arlington, Virginia, ran by some you know uh, ghost, probably a spook, uh, meaning like a CIA agent or some asset who is is helping run this AI system, which is is doing these things that are uh, you know people won't. I don't think people can fully comprehend the scope and scale of what the capabilities of these systems are in their entirety because you because these systems are operating at such an advanced level as far as even our own ability to, to understand and interpret information it's so far beyond that that you have to really start to open your mind to things that would otherwise seem impossible and and I mean that to say that you know a lot of this people from the outside who who aren't aware of the capability of these systems may hear what we're saying and think, man, these guys are really paranoid. And I think that's a part of how they get away with it. Right. They, they, so they're so powerful that to even talk about what they are capable of makes you sound like you're some paranoid, you know, uh, schizophrenic person who's like, I can't, you know, they're, they're, I'm hearing these voices, but it's not even that it's like, you're like, they can do things in real time that we can't even comprehend as far as shaping and forming and controlling the narrative. And, it's, and, and like Nick said earlier, and, and you go, well, why do they need to do that? Because the mainstream media is dead, because we figured out alternatives to their control of the information matrix. So what they did is they evolved the information matrix to include systems that can work at such high capacity that they can shape information in ways that, that we're almost incapable of understanding um, to a degree. So uh, what, what are your thoughts, J.D., in general on this, this idea, that, that, this theory that we're kind of playing with here?
7: Well I think that the whole AI thing is uh, pretty scary. I don't like it I don't like anything that replaces what uh, replaces the, the the humanity of this planet. I don't like it um, as far as what they've been what they've been using it for they absolutely use news events, bad things, big things that happen to cover up and deflect from every time something bad comes out about the government or or especially our intel agencies, right? But all that is true. There's no doubt that they use major news events and bad things that happen to cover up and deflect from what's been exposed about them. And, you know, I I do want to say, too, here's another time where Donald Trump told us something, you know, all the way back to him coming down the escalator. he Every time he told the public something, they didn't believe him. And time after time after time later on it comes out of course that he was right, yet again. But lastly I would say this too. They're actu- the, the the thing that I don't hear them talking about, which goes along with what you're talking about, is the actual gang problem now in this country. Here's another major problem created by the Democrats and this Obama-Biden administration having the southern border open, another problem, fentanyl, gangs, all these things, crime, that they didn't, they, they're not forward-looking ever. They they didn't look and see what the repercussions and the fallout from the things they, they are doing would be. And they... As always, they didn't recognize those things. This gang problem, this is going to be the number one story in this country going forward because way too many of these Venezuelans and these Central and South American gang members have come into this country because of all the young, single males that they've let come across that border. And now you're seeing the uh, fallout from that.
1: Well, I mean, I guess in that regard, I would just take it the next step further, which is, uh, to me, uh, what I believe, which is it's obviously by design and on purpose. They want these gangs to be a part, and they utilize them. I mean, these gangs aren't just used, aren't just working independently and autonomously. I mean, what did the CIA do in in the 80s with uh, gangs in in L.A.? I mean, they, they basically taught them how to make cocaine and crack, or how to make cocaine into crack and then started that whole thing so that they could uh, generate a new, uh, uh, you know, level of revenue for their black operations that they wanted to keep off the books. So if you just take that the next step, of course, you know, Who who killed Seth Rich? Nobody's ever gotten to the answer on that question, right? Yet, he was the one who seems to have uh, been the leaker for the the DNC emails that implicated Hillary and and her her ilk in in a number of crimes, and then he just gets gunned down in the middle of the night by what we uh, presume, we don't know, but we presume are two gang members, MS-13 members, who uh, then mysteriously are found, those two are found dead a, a couple weeks later. So... If you think about it in yeah. terms, yeah, go ahead, Nick.
2: Well, don't forget about the the Wiener laptop. You got the Wiener laptop. It it's got uh, you know crimes against children on there. It's it, that Hillary committed, by the way. The FBI's own notes say that. And um, you know there are other things going on. And she was on Epstein's island allegedly with that. And all of those people that were police officers said that they were going to tell you know, or charge them formally themselves. If the FBI does not and well, um, let me, let me know, bring all us, those people are dead now.
1: Let me bring us full circle of that because I got, I have all the stories here that, you know, because in our pre-meeting we talked about it, but uh, the people don't. So let's get them informed. Okay. Here we are. Let's start. Let's start with this story, a strange one. Um, left-wing billionaire George Soros is buying hundreds of American radio stations ahead of the 2024 election. JD, you're probably interested to know about this one. Um, George Soros apparently is buying up American radio stations to the tune of hundreds ahead of the 2024 election that's coming up. Uh, This – according to this article I'm reading from, it says this is obviously part of a strategy because that's what Soros does. He hatches backdoor plans to exert influence over American politics. I think they figured out, J.D., the chink in the armor, right, which is the radio. That's one place they can't censor and control. And even if they use AI, you can't use AI to – you know, stifle a microphone, a hot mic at a radio station transmitting off of an antenna to anybody who's within a, a distance to hear it, right? That, that, that I think they've, they've figured well, they out can, something. They can
7: use AI to say whatever they want over those airwaves after they purchase those independently owned AM stations across the country 24-7 to put their propaganda out and their message out. I talk about this all the time. I just talked about this last night. Exactly this, that these people, and I even said, like George Soros, who are out there buying up radio stations across America, and, and stations like KHNC, like AM 1360, are becoming fewer and fewer and fewer and we have to do whatever we can do to keep that media available to the American public because it's it's one of the only ways you're going to ever hear the truth. And they know that.
1: One of the things I'm most proud of uh, is is our, our work here that we do at this station together, not just me singularly, but us together, you know, from Joe and, and you and Jason and everybody else down the line, Rick and, and uh, you know, uh, and, and Naturally Inspired Radio, everything that we do here and in all the other shows that we pray, uh, play, we essentially are trying to, to break through that censorship, you know complex and this is what th- this is the form and and form of media that they they know is the last one that they are just incapable of controlling yes they can buy the buy the station and then you know have ai generate narratives that can be read by you know bought and paid for hosts but that's not what's happening here. What's happening here is organic, it's natural, it's grassroots, it's of the people, by the people, for the people. It is constitutional in, in its nature. We want to uh, basically uplift constitutional law and order in this country. We want to promote uh, the, the truest American values, in my opinion, Christianity being the, the number one value that, that and, and, and belief that we should share as Americans that will help us continue to be exceptional and great. And... You know, when you see what's happening with Soros buying it up, you know this is – they see the the, the kink in, in the armor, right? The chink in the armor, they, they see the, the flaw that they can't control, so they're coming after it, and what's not surprising on top of that now is that – uh, and and for, for clarification, anybody who's interested, the, the deal is actually a part of a 220 U.S. radio stations being purchased out of a bankrupt fi- bankruptcy filing from um, a company called Odyssey Chain, which is, a I guess, a, a large uh, group of radio stations, a, a syndicate, where it's um, Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. So if you guys want to look up information on that, that's the information there. But beyond that, and Nick, I know you have some stuff you want to share on this. Crazy enough, on Valentine's Day, on social media, of all places, we have Alexander Soros, the son, uh, and heir apparent to the Soros regime's you know, wealth and, and power. Uh, he is actually pictured on social media in Paris, France, with his new girlfriend. Guess who? Uma Abedin the uh the the essentially the hillary's you know minion hillary clinton's minion is now as somebody shared me uh, kim.com uh, post where it says hillary's cleaner is now dating hillary's bank account um this is wild this is this is a, a union of of very dark dark of uh, dark nature and nick i know you had some stuff you wanted to share with everybody on this
2: Yeah, okay, let's start out with the marriage to Anthony Weiner, a Jewish man. Anthony Weiner is Jewish. Huma Abedin is Muslim, not just Muslim. Her parents are involved, uh, Abdullah Omar Nassif with uh, Al-Qaeda. They are also the Institute of Muslim Minority Affairs, Muslim World League, Institute of Muslim Minority Affairs, Muslim Sisterhood, uh, and, um, so you're saying it's you a know, match somehow. made
1: it's a match made in hell, is what you're saying?
2: Yeah. So what what is this devout uh, Muslim woman doing with a Jewish man? How does that make sense? Well,
1: because he's well, a secular does. humanist Jew who doesn't believe in Judaism, but go on.
2: Yeah. Thank you for nailing that. And uh, you know, I want to understand. You know, the relationship between her and Soros, you know, uh, Soros has some same interests, according to some witnesses that saw what was on the laptop. It was things that it's pretty unspeakable. I don't even want to say it out loud. People can find out if they look, but they have the same interests, because if you look at uh, Alex Soros, you can see that he's got it. Look for these red shoe pictures. There's this red shoe club. And you can find out for yourself what that actually is about. It's it's uh, very dark, not something very I can't even talk about. Terrible. But I want to remind everybody that she had in her possession basically a copy of Hillary's um, – Server And the reason she had it was for blackmail. These people, you know, if you're on the same team, you know, they can't trust each other. Clearly they're criminals. So the only way they can do it is by swapping incriminating information. And I'd like for you to play what Eric Prince says about the Wiener laptop because he had great Because enemy. If you look at uh, Alex Wiener Soros, you can see that he's got and look for these red shoe pictures. There's this red shoe club and you can find out for yourself what that actually is about. It's it's uh, very dark, not something very I can't even talk about. Terrible. Scandal,
4: but I wonder if started investigating
1: it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my fault, Nick. My fault. Go on.
2: Uh, well, if you're, whenever you're ready, go ahead and play that that clip from Eric Prince describing what was on the Wiener laptop.
1: I'll play it right now. But actually, I'll play it after the break because we're already there. Uh, everybody, stay tuned. When we come back, I'm going to play that clip. Uh, everybody, you're going to want to hang in there for this one. It's going to be a big, big story. So uh, we're going to break it down and keep going. Everybody, stay tuned. You're listening to Just The Form Talk Radio, and we're going into the rabbit hole. We're talking about the information they don't want getting out. You've got to believe me when I say, everybody out there listening, if you are hearing this, you are the conduit to make this information spread. You have to share it. You have to, to subscribe to the channel, like it, get these links out, share it. That's going to make a difference. Stay tuned.
7: If you're not listening to Swamp Fight... Bite- ah! You're just not listening. Join us here in the swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon
1: right here on AM 1360.
3: Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom.
1: Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick Ngo. and uh, We want to make sure, just real quick, we got J.D. here, J. Deplorable from Swamp Fight. You're with us, right, J.D.? I'm here, guys. All right, we, we want to make sure you're on. All right, and Nick, obviously, you're here with us. We have um, this clip from Anthony Weiner, uh, what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop, as described by Eric Prince, the f- founder of Blackwater, Uh, PMC, private military corporation that was uh, very much involved with clandestine services and and he's one of the people who came forward to expose a lot of what was happening with the Clintons uh, back in the day. Let's play that clip, right, Nick?
5: Hit it.
4: In the sexting scandal, the NYPD started investigating it. Through a subpoena, through a warrant, they searched his laptop and sure enough found those 650,000 emails they found way more stuff than just the uh more information pertaining to the the inappropriate texting the guy was doing they found state department emails they found a lot of other really damning criminal information including money laundering including the fact that hillary went to this uh sex island with convicted pedophile jeffrey epstein uh bill clinton went there more than 20 times hillary clinton went there at least six times the amount of garbage that they found in these emails of criminal activity by Hillary, by her immediate circle, and even by other um, Democratic members of Congress, was so disgusting, they gave it to the FBI, and they said, we're going to go public with this if you don't reopen the investigation, if you don't do the right thing, with timely indictments. I know, and this is from a very well-placed, source of mine uh at one pp one police plaza in new york uh the the nypd wanted to do a press conference announcing the warrants uh, and the additional arrests they were making in this investigation and they've gotten huge pushback to the point of coercion from the justice department with the justice department threatening to charge someone that had been unrelated in the uh the accidental heart attack death of eric garner the guy uh, almost two years ago so that's the level of pushback the obama justice department is doing against actually seeking justice in these email and other related criminal matters uh you know there's five different parts of the fbi conducting investigation into these things with constant downdraft from the obama justice department so NYPD was the first one to look at that laptop. Hillary, I'm sorry, Wiener and Huma Abedin, his wife, the closest advisor of Hillary Clinton for 20 years, have both flipped. Okay, They are cooperating with the government. They both have, um, they see potential jail time of many years for their crimes, or uh, or Huma Abedin sending uh, and receiving and even storing hundreds of thousands of, of messages from the State Department server and from Hillary Clinton's own homebrew server which which contain classified information. Um, Wiener faces uh, all kinds of exposure for the inappropriate texting that was going on and for other information they found. So NYPD first gets that computer, they see how disgusting it is, they keep a copy of everything, and they pass a copy onto the FBI, which finally pushes the FBI, making Comey reopen that investigation, which was indicated in a letter last week. The point being, NYPD has all the information and they will, they will pursue justice within their rights um, if the FBI doesn't. And there is all kinds of criminal culpability through all the emails they've seen, uh, of that six hundred fifty thousand, including money laundering, uh, underage sex, uh, um, pay for play, and of course, uh, you know, plenty of proof of inappropriate handling, sending, receiving of classified information up to staff level special access programs. So. The plot thickens. NYPD was pushing because, uh, you know, as a, as an article just reached, uh, quoted one of the chiefs. Okay, that's the level just below commissioner. Uh, he said, as a parent, as a father with daughters, he could not let that level of evil continue. As the Wall Street Journal has talked about, they exposed downdraft, back pressure from the from the Justice Department, uh, as well as NYPD has trying to keep, uh, the, the sunlight and the disinfecting, uh, effects of the truth and transparency, uh, from, you know, shining on this, this great evil that has gone on and is, is slowly being exposed.
1: All right, Nick, uh, you had more on that too, you know, suspicious things happening to the individuals involved in uncovering this information, right?
2: that's right and um you know all of the people to include someone who's about to retire from the police department in new york city were all uh systematically taken out and they were quote unquote suicides and i think at one point there were three of the of the people left who actually saw the laptop uh uh, all committed suicide within a couple of weeks and so they slowly picked them off one by one, and I know that there were a couple of other federal agents there because I know one of them that was there, and uh, the the uh, partner that was there with them, they were actually on a case in New Jersey, and they they got diverted over to there because of uh, it was related to a uh, human trafficking children by um, uh, in New Jersey it was related to that case, so they went over there to check out what they had. And, um, that's how they ended up over there. And the other person that was with them is now has been missing for, I think, four or five years now. Um, so I don't know if they're, they're alive still, but, um, yeah, they, they systematically, systematically took out each one of them. And and it's because on that laptop, they had videos of the videos from uh, from uh, Anthony, when Anthony are from Jeffrey Epstein's island, he had cameras everywhere. They had this footage. They had footage of what Hillary was doing, of what Bill was doing. All of these people, and Huma Abedin in particular, and John Podesta allegedly were in some illegal acts um, harming minors in the the videos allegedly you know of course that can't ever be published even if it were true because of the the nature of the content
1: wow so just to be clear am i crazy or is there is there more than than you two on this call right now is there another person here
7: not that i know of what do you mean
1: i just i hear something in the background and i have three people on right now i don't know Weird. Okay, perfect. Um, Anyway, let's keep going. I mean, this is crazy to me that this information has been out for many years now and nobody's really been speaking to it or even highlighting it, really. A lot of these things, you know, they come out, they get covered, and then people just move on and keep going. And, and, And I think part of that is how they get away with this because people don't follow through, but another part of how they get away with it seemingly is that the people who do try to follow through end up dead or missing, right? That seems to be one of their strategies. Uh, What what do you think, JD?
7: Yeah, I think there's something to that. That part of it. Um, A lot of people who knew about these things and knew about the bad things that were going on ...have uh, ended up dead or disappeared, or, you know, whether it's talking about anything to do with Epstein, or whether it's talking about the things that Hillary Clinton and the DNC did back in the uh, 2016 election with Seth Rich. You know, what happened to him, that was just really off the wall, Um, and I've been suspect ever since, but uh, I think there's definitely something to that. Now, did you say earlier, Craig, that um, Huma Abedin was over in Europe or something recently with Hillary Clinton or hanging out with the Clintons, something about her bank account and all that? What was that about?
1: uh, Huma Abedin is dating George Soros' son, Alexander Soros, and they posted a picture together on Valentine's Day in Paris together having dinner.
7: Right, but there was a Hillary connection there, I thought. Yeah, I well, she was, My Hillary, question,
1: she was Hillary Clinton's personal assistant, and Soros, they basically refer to Soros as one of Hillary's bankrollers, yeah. a.k.a. bank account.
7: Well, I would think that they're not still friends if uh, Aberdeen actually did flip her. Uh, and I Clinton, don't think, well, obviously, I, I, don't,
1: I don't know if Aberdeen flipped or not, but. That'll be interesting. Let's talk. That's what about. I'm questioning. Okay, let's talk about that and more when we come back. Everybody stay tuned.
0: 9 11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m.
5: You can run on for a long time. Run for a long time
6: later, gotta cut you down Soon or later, gotta cut
1: you down welcome back to just to form talk radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick no we're joined by our special guest Jay deplorable swamp fight catch it here on 1360 a.m. KHNC every Wednesday at five and Saturday and Sunday at noon so you know, we've 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 gone back into Uma Abedin. I mean, the only reason we're bringing this up, I think, is because of the fact that she's now, you know, publicly being seen with the son of George Soros. Which is, uh, you know, these things don't happen by coincidence, and a lot of times these relationships are uh, relationships of power. You know, to, to create power or to. Uh, enjoying themselves with others who have power, so that they can get more control. If we do believe the the concept, the conceptual idea that Uma Abedin is uh, some sort of secret Muslim agent holding blackmail on behalf of factions that want to control the Clintons, and that those factions then, you know, uh, uh, were were blindsided when Seth Rich came out and and everything dropped on them, that you know now they've laid low for a while and they pop back up. It's like John Podesta, you know, good old Skippy, the guy who, you know, has has been identified as Andrew Breitbart is doing, you know, uh, being an underage child, you know, sex trafficking cover-upper and uh, shortly before his untimely death. Uh, those guys, you know, they go away for a while and then they pop up like uh, herpes and it's, it's really disturbing. Um, but, Nick, I, I know you had – A clip you want to play I I don't sure I'm not not sure I can get to that clip it's it's behind some kind of privacy wall uh, that somebody has put up so but Nick kind of explain I guess the clip and and why you wanted to play that what was the significance
2: well essentially it was to remind everybody that before any of this happened that NBC uh, let me see if it plays for you guys I've never tried ELC. Can you hear it?
1: No, we're got dead air. So let's let's just describe okay. it.
2: Okay. So so what happened was the state department uh there are allegations of of sexual misconduct and they are covered up by Hillary Clinton and uh, Huma Abedin. And it was because one of the ambassadors was soliciting sex from a minor in another country, and uh, they got caught, and they covered it up. I wonder what country it was. Perhaps it was Haiti. Perhaps it was any of the other places that Clintons operate in. You know. And to me, the fact that that happened before, then you see the FBI uh, memo that actually they had notes from – talking about and reviewing the contents of the wiener laptop and the notes there say from that fbi agent hillary clinton crimes against children you know right says side, hillary, by side.
1: Says, i know the exact one it says hillary clinton and the clinton foundation and then right below it, it says crimes against children and that's and that's what was a part of the report so so I mean, yeah obviously I mean this i don't feel like we're breaking news here. everybody knows this by now, but it is important to understand contextually to to know why we uh, eyebrows are popping up when we see um abdeen with alexander soros that that 's definitely something we need to look at j d you were making a point before that uh, you weren 't sure if if Hillary Clinton and Uma Abdeen were still in each other 's good graces, but I think, like Nick said earlier. You know, these people don't like each other, I think, in most cases. These are criminals who don't trust one another, which is why they exchange blackmail so that then they can, you know, trust each other enough to say, you know, you have dirt on me, I have dirt on you, let's let's commit crimes together, and, and you know, that, that is a part of their agreement. Um, that would be my, my only, you know, response to what you were saying earlier. Is that what you were kind of saying, that they may not be on, on favorable terms? Is what? That-
7: What I'm saying is that these stories, I keep seeing these stories, not all the time, not regularly, that look like Hillary Clinton and Abedin are still uh, friendly, that they're still close. And my point is, they made such a big deal that Abedin had flipped on Hillary Clinton years ago. And... It's just like everything else with these people. That was all a setup. That was all fake. If they're still friendly, then if she did flip, that was a complete narrated, pre-narrated um, setup to where Hillary knew that she was going to flip, and they knew exactly what they were going to what, what she was going to say and all that. And, and the point I'm trying to make is. If somebody flips on you, you know, I seriously doubt that Sammy the Bull and John Gotti were still friends after Sammy the well, Bull flipped it, but on to Gotti. Be
1: fair, if you flip on Hillary Clinton, there's a high probability you will end up suiciding yourself, you know, with a shotgun in a forest on a tree. I think that- it was
7: prearranged.
1: No, yeah, I think that's I think you're right. I think that what what we may consider flipping is just a, a pre or a prearranged, you know, script that they read from to, you know, give enough information to to get away with what they're doing. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like they walk into these back rooms, Nick, and they just say, you know, uh, they essentially look at the FBI or whoever and just say, yeah, go ahead. You know, put me on trial let's have discovery let's see let's let's look at the laptop let's see let and and then the fbi and, and these intelligence services said you know they know they can't because it, it, it's an obvious and clear threat to national security regardless if you if you come out right publicly and tell the whole world yes our our upper elites who we tell you guys are these great people are like sacrificing children on an island in the caribbean I mean, look, we all know what happens. Then every other country in the nation can take the moral high ground and say the United States is evil, the United States needs to be destroyed, it needs to be gotten rid of. So they've essentially leveraged themselves into a position where if we do arrest them and make public what they've done, they can bring the whole system down on its head and and they know that, which is why they, they smile when they go on TV and laugh at people who who talk about the crimes they've committed because they know ultimately what they've done is they've leveraged the entire security of a nation in order to you know amplify and increase their power in this criminal syndicate with that they're running right nick
2: yeah, because the FBI always knew about it. They've always known about Epstein. They used him, you know, as an asset themselves, and they don't care who it hurts. And then if people found out that the FBI not only is trying to take away our freedoms of speech, of uh, you know, fair trial, uh, you know, and and of course this too on top of it, it'd be so damaging. The FBI would be gutted and probably you yeah. Know, disbanded. So they'd
1: be signing their own death certificate, really it just it's wild that we've come here but guess what guys there is hope there is a hope that we're going to tell you about when we come back our god's grace is greater segment we're going to wrap it up with and we're going to wrap it up with final thoughts from our two guests everybody stay tuned
4: Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360
0: AM. You are listening to KHNC, The Roar of the Rockies. The Rockies.
1: just form talk radio with your hosts craig james and nick no and our guest jay deplorable from swamp fight which you guys need to tune into his show uh every wednesday at five and saturday and sunday at noon i guess we have uh, our god's grace is greater segment in our in our final segment we do every episode or every show so we're going to get to that in a second before we do uh jd final thoughts on today's show anything you want to leave the audience with uh, or anything else otherwise yeah,
7: I, I think everything that uh, you've been talking about today just reverts back to uh, evil. You know, there's a lot of evil in this world, and there's only one way to combat that evil, and I'm sure you're getting ready to talk about that now. So, I mean, that's that's what I get out of these events and the things that are happening
1: I, I, in the I, world yeah, right now. I, and I am going to talk about that. Nick, any final thoughts from you, brother?
2: I say, uh, stay in the fight. It's gonna get tighter. They're gonna disrupt us. Just keep sharing information, and uh, you know, keeping your faith, and make sure you keep your eye on the prize. And that's our freedom.
1: Amen, brother. This is the real prize right here is our eternal salvation, which is the ultimate freedom that we find in Christ. And today I want to go to James chapter 4. We're going to take a, take a little diversion away from Psalms for one day because I was thinking about, you know, what we've talked about here today and what applies. And I found this verse that I want to talk about, pride versus humility. And uh, I love this verse. It, it speaks to, to my heart, and I hope it speaks to yours. But it says this. What is the source of wars and fights among you? Don't they come from the cravings that are at war within you? You desire and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives so that you may spend it on your evil desires. Adulteresses, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? So whoever wants to be the world's friend becomes God's enemy. Or do you think it's without reason that the scripture says that the spirit who lives in us yearns jealously, but he... God gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, double-minded people. Be miserable, mourn, and weep. Your laughter must change to mourning and your joy to sorrow. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. And you know what? This is, this is the problem with these people. They don't have a relationship with God. They don't understand that their pride is going to be their downfall, and they don't understand how to humble themselves before God and put themselves in a position of, uh, you know, submission to his will. They only know what their will is, and they, they live that Luciferian lifestyle of do what thou wilt shall be the law of the land. We as Christians counter this, and we counter it by doing exactly what it says. It says to to submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee from us. And when the devil flees from us and God is at our side and, at, and behind us, standing in, with us and, and ahead of us and around us, we can do amazing things and we can overcome all of this evil that's a part of this fallen world. So... That's my message to all of you out there today. Take this with you as hope and encouragement and and, and discernment for what you're going to be doing. And I want to make sure that you guys uh, remember that. And if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, here's your opportunity. Open your heart. Repent. Say a prayer. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. And watch what he can do. Because not only can can he make the devil flee from us, but he can make us find power that we didn't know was within us. So that's my encouragement to all of you out there. I want you to take it. Thank you to our guests today. Thank you to JD Deplorable. Check out his show Wednesday at five, Saturday and Sunday at noon here on 1360 AM. Thank you to Nick, our co-host, always doing great work, getting the information to you guys. Thank you to the radio station for making sure we get information to the public people support the station, support the show, support the work and stay tuned. We got more great programming ahead. But with that being said, I want to say thank you for joining us once again for another Just Informed Talk radio show. We'll be back God willing tomorrow, same time, same place until then, God speed and God bless each and every one of you patriots.